You can forgive others without allowing them access to your life again. Grand rising, beautiful kings and queens, and welcome to A Mother's Touch Radio. I am your host, Coach Susie, the PTSD Confidence Coach, and this is Loving Yourself Unconditionally Beyond Abuse. You can forgive others without allowing them access to your life again. What do I mean by that? I saw a video on TikTok. And the guy said, how do you know if you can trust someone again? How do you know if you can accept their promise over their patterns? And he said, you have to look at five A's. And that's, do they acknowledge what happened and the way they betrayed you, your trust? The second A is, have they made amends for what happened? The third A is, have they tried to acquire new knowledge as to ways that they can avoid it next time? The fourth A is, have they put in accountability? Have they made steps to make sure they're accountable for the decisions that they are making? And the fifth A is, do they accept the boundaries that you're putting in place as they earn back your trust? And even if all of these things are in place, you still have the option to choose whether you want that particular person back into your life or if you continue to move forward in your life. So, you know, I've said on this podcast before that there's really only one person from my past currently that I would actually, you know, give, be willing to give a second chance to. But of course, you know, and we have to earn each other's trust back. Like it wasn't just him, it was me too. And I read, you know, I have, I have acknowledged the part that I had played, you know, in that relationship, in that situation, because we didn't even get to a relationship, you know. Um, you know, I have uh, I have made amends, you know, and, and I continue to make amends. I, you know, I, I pray, I write letters, you know, they may not be mailed, but I, I write letters, you know, and, um, and, uh, you know, I have taken, you know, the time to acquire new knowledge and learn how to communicate better and learn how to, you know, not project my anger onto someone else, but to really, you know, sit down when there's conflict and have that discussion, you know, um, so that I can avoid it next time, you know, and just really um, being myself, being my true authentic self, because a lot of it was that I was I was not honest, you know, I wasn't honest with myself, so I couldn't be upfront and honest with him. You know, I couldn't be vulnerable because, you know, I was emotionally unavailable, you know, so I really did have to unpack my stuff and I had to do that alone because I didn't want to drag him with me, you know, and, and I had been in a relationship for so long, I really did just need to take that time to myself. But the connection was so strong that I didn't want to let him go, you know, and I know that that hurt too, because someone constantly walking in and out of your life, that's very unhealthy, that's toxic, you know, and so I, I, I have taken 
accountability for my decisions and my actions, you know, and I, and I accept any boundary that he would put up, but he would also have to accept a boundary that I put up. Cause like I said, it wasn't just me, you know, we did things to each other that were, that were hurtful, you know? So, um, you know, I know that it is, is not just dependent on me, you know, it's dependent on him too. Um, but that would be the only one that I would, you know, accept back into my life. And that was the man that I met in 2015, you know, when we had a connection, but the timing was, was not right. You know, I was still married. I was still living in the home, even though I wasn't with my children's father, we were barely speaking. It was like we were roommates, you know, so, but I wasn't honest and upfront about that. You know, I actually lied about that. I told him that, you know, I was, I was getting a divorce, you know, like I, I just, totally lied you know it was very dishonest in the beginning between both of us you know so you know I know that that was an immature space that I was in you know I was I was still um, living life as my wounded inner child you know and so taking these past six years learning to love myself unconditionally beyond the abuse that I experienced as a child and in my adult relationship, you know, I was able to acquire new knowledge. In fact, I was able to create, you know, a, a, a program and a community for people who want to learn how to love themselves unconditionally and love that inner child back to wholeness. And, you know, I was living my life from the eyes of the wounded child and you know, going around hurting people from a space of ego, you know, and, and seeking love outside of myself, never knowing, you know, never fully grasping and realizing that I had to learn myself first, deeply, deeply and unconditionally, you know, because none of us are perfect, right? We all have flaws. We all have failures. We've all made mistakes. And a lot of people will say, well, why would you take him back and not your children's father or the man that you met in 2019? And I'll say this again, because people who will sell you out for money, they don't, they don't care. You know, 2015 and I hurt each other in different ways, but it was never to ruin someone else's name or, you know, to have them, you know, um, financially dependent on you, um, or to the point where your name is no longer any good, you know, so you have no choice but to depend on them. And those are the patterns of those two men. And I know all too well that people can heal. And I, I am living proof of that. But I also know that you have to want to heal. And the man in 2015, he was honest and upfront about who he was. You know, he he told me, you know, that, you know, he, he got he 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 has shortcomings, he's he's a work in progress, he's you know, this is these are the actions that he's taking for himself to become a better version of himself. Whereas the man, my children's father and the man from 2019 they are more comfortable in their victim. They're, they're more comfortable in that wounded little boy and that victim mentality and going around hurting other people because they, they get more attention from that. And 
they are too prideful to um, accept who they've been, so they, they blame everybody else. They make excuses on why they can't, you know, um, or are not willing to, you know, seek the help that they need, you know. Um, so, um, and, and like I said before, my children's father, he is, and I know this now, he, he has never been diagnosed in our relationship, but I'm able to see outside of it and from my schooling, you know, I took psychology and he is, he is a man who suffers from narcissistic personality disorder. You know, he, it's a mask, you know, so everybody thinks he's this one person and he's really not, you know, so, um, you know. I, I, I forgive everyone from my past, you know, and, and like I said before, even if 2015 doesn't come back and we, we don't, you know, begin to build a stable foundation of friendship, I am working through that relationship this year, you know, because again, last year I reached out to him, but I have not done that this year and I won't do that this year. I'm just going to continue to move forward with my life and you know, and, and heal from that, you know, and I'm doing that by talking about it. I've been writing about it. Um, just writing though, you know, putting those letters that I wrote in a book, um, uh, titled Dear King. So, you know, just, just getting all those emotions out because, you know, even if we're not together, his love will always remain in my heart, you know, and even if it's not him that I'm meant to share that love with, then I know that, Th that similar energy will find its way to me the more that I continue to love myself, you know, so um, it could come in a different form from a different person. And, and that really is the lessons that we're supposed to learn on this journey. You know, it's like we may never be able to go back. I may never be able to go back, We, you know, to that relationship and actually give it a go because we, we weren't able to give it a go because I knew immediately I was like, I want you in my life. But I, I don't want to hurt you either and I need to heal I need to heal I need to do this for me I've been in a relationship for 20 years and I don't want I don't want the same relationship that I had you know I don't want to repeat another 20 years so I need to go and work on myself I need to go heal I need to let go of my addictions I need to love myself again I need to find myself I need to know you know learn my needs you know learn what makes me happy what makes me sad what 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 makes me creative you know i had to learn about myself because i never learned about myself you know i was someone that people told me to be you know instead of allowing my soul to guide me and lead me so you know um forgiving someone doesn't mean that you have to allow them access to your life again because um forgiveness is really about you and it sets your soul free from the chains of unforgiveness because when you're when you when you're like unforgiving of people and you're holding grudges you know it makes you bitter and miserable and and it starts eating you alive you know there's a quote that says like being angry at somebody else is like drinking poison you drinking the poison and expecting them to die like that makes no sense you're holding grudges you're angry at this person for for hurting you for betraying you for lying to you and it's actually eating you alive. It's not eating that other person alive because, you know, a lot of people, you know, they don't want to take they don't want to take accountability for their actions, for their part in the story. 
right? And so they carry this grudge and this anger because it's not even about you. It's not even directed towards you. It's really more internal hate, but they're projecting it out onto you. You know, so um, they have to learn how to forgive themselves for their part in the story. And that's where a lot of people get stuck, you know, because they're continuously blaming other people. It was not, they did nothing, right? They were the perfect spouse. They were the perfect boyfriend. You know, all I did was love that person. No, no. You know, because we all have these, these things that we were raised with, right? These beliefs, these mindsets. And if you haven't actively gone and started to work on that stuff and started to, to question some of the beliefs, some of the ideas, some of the mindsets that you were, you were born, you know, you, you grew up with, then you'll stay in that space. And you need to have an open mind about everything, you know. No, you may not participate in it, but have an open mind about everything. You know, I tell people, no, I don't agree with polygamy. I don't agree with same-sex relationships, but I support people who are in those. You know why? Because for me, love is love, and my soul is not there. Like, I don't know what, what their soul is guiding them to do. You know, I've had my own same-sex um, experiences. And that's how I know that that's not what I enjoy. I've had, I don't, it wasn't a polygamist, but I've had a threesome, you know? So, but I know that that's not what I want to do, you know? Like, in, 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 my, in my personal relationship, I, I want just one man, you know? And I say one man because I enjoy everything about a man. You know, I like being able to roll over and, and rub on him and, massage his his male jewels <laughs> you know i love being able to please him and put my mouth on it you know like a real one you know um i enjoy that i enjoy pleasing my man in that manner and like he don't have to ask me i enjoy doing it you know so like there's just certain things that i enjoy i you know i love women i love everybody but if i had my choice that's my choice. That's what I prefer, you know, like, and, and I know I have that choice, you know, because I know that that's what my soul wants for me. I know that I shared that connection with a divine masculine. He's in his masculine body, you know, um, even though he has, he's probably more, um, he's probably more in his divine feminine and I'm probably more in my divine masculine, but that's why it works. That's why it worked for us, you know, because um, because I am more of the communicator, you know, he's, he's not, um, he's not really a communicator, you know, he, he communicates through, you know, music and stuff like that. So, um, but just knowing your person, I think, you know, um, and, 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 and learning that, you know, people hurt us, but in our adult relationships, we allowed a lot of that, right? Um, and people may not agree with this, you know, but I can only speak for myself, but I had to learn that no one can truly hurt me unless I allow them to, right? Because now I listen to what that person tells me they are instead of trying to paint, um, trying to paint them in a different light or paint a different picture, you know? So for instance, when I had first met my children's father, like he told me basically he was a crook, you know, that he stole from people and he would laugh about it 
you know, and then his car got stolen and he wondered, you know, he couldn't figure out, he was upset because he let that person use his car, but this is karma. Like you, you're stealing from people. Like our whole relationship, he stole, you know, he stole money from his jobs, you know? So, but he told me this in the beginning, you know, he told me that he really essentially used his first baby mama, you know, and here I am like, well, I'm different, you know, but sometimes we got to look at people's patterns and believe the patterns and not the promises, you know, because, you know, here I am in my own ego state. Well, I'm different. I'm Yanni, you know, my love can change. Mm -mm. No. Same thing with, you know, with the man in 2019. He he told me, you know, about his past and stuff like that. But he wasn't actively working on changing that. And that is the key. You know, we all have a past. We all come from a past. But a person who is genuinely wanting to grow and wanting to dive into their healing and work through that stuff, those are the people that, that you genuinely can trust because they are actively working. They are the ones that are actually going to hold themselves accountable. They're going to put boundaries in place. They're going to accept, you know, um, make amends. They're going to accept their part in the story. Um, and, and they're going to attain new knowledge, you know. They're going to attain new knowledge to help them to to move past that, you know, and that's what it's about. It's about learning and growing, but a lot of people who are still committed to their own bullshit, they can't, they won't, you know, they fight growth every single day. Every single day they fight to grow, you know, even though growth and healing is what we're all here to do. We're all doing it every day, even though we're trying, you know, a lot of people try to fight it, you know, and that's why they're in pain. That's why they remain in pain. That's where we, they remain stressed. That's why they remain um, angry and resentful and bitter and hold grudges toward people because they're, they're not ready to give up their shit. They're not ready to, to release that old identity and surrender to their true, authentic, divine identity. You know, they are, they're more comfortable in their pain and hurting other people. So um, they're not empathetic to any, anybody else, you know? And so... You know, now, like, I had a man tell me he's nice. <laughs> There's, I, don't, I don't believe in nice. You're either loving or hateful, okay? You know, so people, people will say, oh, you're so nice. No, I'm loving, okay? Because I do have boundaries and I will hold you accountable for your shit, okay? So, no, I'm not nice, okay? I'm loving. I love people. But, I, but I, I love people because I love myself first. And now I love myself enough to know and recognize people and observe people. And before I was just gung-ho and yeah, yeah, I'm going in. And now I'm, I'm a little bit more observant, you know. I want to take time. And if you can't take time, then all right, we don't need to be together because I know that there, I don't need to rush for anything. I don't need to rush the universe for anything. The universe is always on time. The universe has been on time in my life, okay? You know, and I'm watching people's actions. I listen to their words, but I'm also watching their actions because actions are very important. You know, um, 
And loving people do things from a place of service and nice people do things for validation. You know, they want people to boost their ego or validate them or give them attention. Oh my goodness, this person, this, that, that. No. A loving person doesn't need the attention, doesn't care for the attention. They just want to serve people from a from a from a from a place of fullness, you know. And so when when a man tells me he's an asshole, I believe him and I walk away because he's still speaking negative things over himself and he does it over himself and he does not recognize his own worth. If a man tells me he's broken and damaged, I believe him and walk away because he's still projecting his unhealed trauma and mommy issues in the form of control and abuse towards women. He's still loving from a space of ego and wanting a woman to chase behind him for attention and validation. If a man tells me he lives with his mother, father, brother, roommate, it's a clear indication that he is afraid to be alone and he hasn't taken the time to actively focus on his healing and healing his childhood trauma. If a man tells me he smokes marijuana, I ask him, what is the reason? Or when, you know, is he, is he smoking it as a medicinal, you know, for anxiety or depression or panic attacks? Or if he's using it as a way to mask his emotions? You know, because we, we smoke it for two reasons, you know, because a person who smokes it to mask their emotions, that's when it becomes an addiction because you're using it as a way to cope, right? Instead of using it as a medicinal. So like when your panic attacks come on or if you're having trouble sleeping, you know, um, because for me, for instance, you know, um, I understand that marijuana is a great medicinal and I totally support it, but... I don't smoke 100% THC because it fucks with my anxiety. It actually makes my anxiety worse. You know, it, it has me paranoid and thinking these these thoughts about other people, and I don't I don't like that feeling. I don't like the way it makes me feel. You know, um, so and I understand that everyone's tolerance is different, and that's why I can accept a man who who smokes marijuana for his anxiety or depression, you know, because I understand that maybe his tolerance is higher than mine and it doesn't affect him in the same way that it affects my anxiety. But I prefer to use CBD for my, you know, anxiety and depression. And I don't really have those symptoms anymore. I use it more as a way to, um, to just relax after my day. So, um, it's typically not like I'll, I'll, um, I got these gummies um, that I probably will take about, you know, after I've cooked and, and done my household stuff and I've done my work, I'll take a gummy at 8 o'clock, you know, and by 10 o'clock, I'm ready to lay it down, you know. So it's, it's not for me to mask any emotions because I understand, I'm emotionally available now, I'm emotionally vulnerable, but it is, um, it's an alternative to Xanax. You know, like I said before, I also use natural herbs. So it's not just one thing that I support. You know, I I may get some gummies, you know, like I um I had some gummies last month and I didn't I didn't get a flower. I didn't get any gummies for like a whole month, you know, because I had my teas and now I'm out of peppermint. Um so I have to go to the herb store and get some peppermint, but you know, I, I use different things. I make uh, hemp energy balls, you know, um, so I use different things, but it's all CBD and it only ha it has less than 3% THC. So you still get 
you know, you still get a little bit of the the high, but it's more of a it's more of a medicinal effect, you know, for your anxiety and, and depression and stuff like that, you know. Um, and so, you know, I ask that because if he hasn't taken the time to heal, you know, from his addictions and learning the importance of self-control and moderation and balance for the temptations of, you know, the flesh, because the flesh wants it. The flesh wants to get high. The flesh wants to, to get drunk. The flesh wants to smoke cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? So if you haven't learned how to, you know, really, you got control over all of these things, right? You can have control over all of them, food, shopping, sex. You can have, you have the power, but a lot of people don't recognize their own power. And so they allow their addictions to hinder them, to take over, to control them. And this is why they're outwardly controlling because they have not learned how to master their inner self. You know, this life is not about controlling anybody else. It's about learning to master yourself, your thoughts, your, your impulses, you know, your words, your actions has nothing to do with anybody else. Somebody else is just coming along for the journey, you know? Um, and a healthy man or woman is no, by no means perfect. And I don't want people to, to think that, but they love themselves unconditionally. And they know how to create a balance within themselves. They're more aware of themselves and they're observant of other people. It's not about being perfect or good. It's about loving yourself, taking care of yourself, and then you can extend that to someone else. You know, but when you don't know how to take care of yourself, when you are hating yourself, then you're going to do that to other people too, you know? You know, and people who love themselves, they're not stupid. They're humble. They're humble, you know, and they can feel bad vibes and bad energy from, from distances. You know, they're kind, but they know how to keep healthy, uh, healthy boundaries because people attempt, have attempted to use and abuse that kindness in their given nature in the past, you know? So how can you become more self-aware and learn to practice the five A's in your future relationships? By learning to love yourself unconditionally beyond abuse. If you are ready to love yourself unconditionally beyond abuse and you are interested in a free 30-day trial, subscribe to my newsletter and receive your access to a private, journey, uh, private, safe, and secure community. If you have already begun your self-love healing journey and you're ready to dive deeper in a supportive community, pre-register today for the Loving Yourself Unconditionally Beyond Abuse paid community. There's a monthly membership fee, but that's, this is the group where I'm diving deep. The free group is just, is just really a 30-day trial, and I'll do that every single month. You know, for anyone who's coming in who just want to get their feet wet. You just want to see how I interact with other people. You just want to get a feel of my vibe. You just want to see if I do keep your information personal and, and don't share it with anyone. You know, um, I know I share a lot of you know, things of my past and things from past relationships. But, you know, in, in the past, I have mentioned people's name, but I, as I grow and learn on this journey, I know I don't need to mention anyone's name. You know, my children's father, my children's father know who he is. The man from 2019 know who he is. And the man from 2015 know who he is. So, um, 
you know, so, but you can come in and, and get a feel of, of how I teach, how I mentor, you know, my personality and, and how I want to really have fun because I realize that this is a serious thing. This, this is a serious topic, you know, loving yourself is serious. It is, but we can have fun. I want us to have fun because there's a lot of emotions that are going to come up. There's a lot of healing that's going to come up. You know, I just did a 30-day challenge and I had a participant who said, you know what, I wasn't expecting this. And it's deep, you know, it's brought a lot of stuff to the surface. And this is just the 30 days, okay? So imagine going deeper, you know, and that's why it's a paid community because I want you to get out of it what you put into it because that's what it's all about. You know, you're not gonna get anything out if you don't put anything in. But the free community is really just a way to, you know, show people what it's about, you know, and, and, and make sure that people are ready. Because even if you're not ready, you can stay in that free group. And I'll do I'll do the 30 days every, you know, we'll do 30 days every 30 days. And it'll be the same stuff, but you know, you will get into that that habit and then you'll be ready to to go ahead and dive a little bit deeper. So um, as you all know, a mother's touch that is the end of the program. Um, uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, if you are listening on Anchor or Pod, Google Podcasts or Pocket Cast or Spotify, uh, go ahead and share this episode. If you are watching on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and share. Let me know what you guys think. And of course, A Mother's Touch Inc. is a community organization that assists men and women financially who are leaving domestic violence situations and having a hard time financially. It also provides loving support and mentoring for any person who desires to live a healthy, happy, and holistic life with a mental barrier. As you all know, I, I tell you, I still have symptoms of PTSD, bipolar, and ADHD, but I know how to actively manage that stuff now, and I know how to take care of myself and love myself and my inner child who experienced that. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally Beyond Abuse Facebook community and organization was created based on the desire to be the community and organization that I needed when I found myself struggling financially after leaving an unhealthy and abusive relationship. The organization is a proud collaborator with community organizations whose mission is assisting families and co-parents with becoming the healthiest and truest version of themselves. Healthy adults raise healthy, happy, and holistic children who have a healthy love of themselves and others. If you or someone you know is in need of financial assistance, or if you are interested in donating to a Mother's Touch Inc. and our mission, please visit our website and that is www.amotherstouchinc.org to fill out the financial assistance form or to make a donation. All donations are greatly appreciated and accepted. And as you all know, we are going to send out the program with a prayer of love to the universe. Dear universe, you are the love of my life. You really and truly are. There are not enough words in the English dictionary for me to describe you and how, how deeply you love me. I, I'm in awe. I am in awe every time I have my moments. You, all, you are always there to pull me through. I know your soul. 
your soul is living on the inside of me. And I see you as my divine masculine. I really and truly do. And even though you're not here with me physically, I know I can always depend on you. I've been depending on you and never knew it. No. Because how can you believe in something that you can't see when everything that you see is 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 against you tries to come against you at least but i love you i love you for being here i love you for constantly leading and guiding me i'm thankful that i surrendered my heart my mind my body and my soul to you no i get it people don't believe you know and maybe it's because they don't want to surrender control maybe it's because they don't trust that something will be there to catch them when they fall. Maybe they don't trust because they've been betrayed by people who are really supposed to reflect you. That's what we're here for. We're here to reflect you. We're not here to reflect ourselves. We're here to reflect your love. Your genuine love, not this love of, not this, 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 this love we learned about that's conditional. That if you don't do this, then you're going here. But if you do this, then you'll go here. That's not who you are, God. You love us as we are. Because you will always correct us. We, we feel it. We know it. We know when we're not doing what we need to do. Because we feel frustrated and stressed and unfulfilled. We know we just refuse to do it. Or we have to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. I know I, I was sick and tired of sick and tired. I was, I was tired of living my life the way that I wanted. And so I gave in, I gave, I, I gave up, gave up everything. And I followed you, followed my soul's guidance. And I don't regret a thing. I've made amends. I've took accountability. I've acknowledged, I've attained, and I accept. And that's what it's about. Because relationships are going to require forgiveness. No. Not talking about infidelity. Because people think that that's, that's something normal in a relationship. And it's not. Two healthy people don't need to look outside of themselves for attention, love, and validation. That is not normal. Let's stop normalizing infidelity and adultery. Because when you love yourself... And you love that other person. You don't see anybody else. Even I knew. But because I was more focused on what was going on outside of me. I wasn't listening to what was going on inside of me. The information that I was receiving. And so now I know going forward that 
I won't entertain any distractions because I know that the, what they're coming up to my life for. And if we're not collaborating in business or you're not my neighbor and I'm genuinely building a friendship with my neighbor, then I don't want it because I know who my person is. I know that energy. So I'll continue to enjoy this life with you and you alone because I am satisfied. I'll wait for what I deserve. No matter how long that takes because I'm focused on you and I'm focused on rebuilding my life anyway. So, and I'm finally glad that I got to this place even though I write about it. I'm happy here. I know I'm going further even though I had a moment the other day but I'm happy here. While, while working, while continuing to work. So I thank you for being my protector, my provider, my shelter, my way maker, my anchor, my best friend, my confidant, my greatest supporter, my lover, and my man. I'm yours whether I live in famine or whether I am feasting, whether I'm living in abundance or in need, whether I'm experiencing joy or pain whether there is sunshine or rain, you have me, you have my heart, you have my mind, my body, and my soul. And I want to be a vessel of love that reflects you. I want to serve, I love serving in this capacity, sharing my stories, showing other people that you too can have a healthy, happy, and holistic life beyond abuse and trauma. So I thank you. I'm, thankf I'm thankful for you being my strength that I can always hold on to you. You are truly that anchor. Because you keep me steady even when I want to fall. You tell me to rest when I need rest. You tell me to take action when there's action to be taken. I'm so thankful for our relationship. I love you. So, and I'm, 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 I'm so abundantly blessed above all I could ever ask, think, or imagine. Thankful and grateful for another day and another opportunity to serve. So let's rock this day out. Let's get her done. And so be it and so it is. Amen. Amen. I thank you all for being here today. I want you to go out. Have an awesome, amazing, and beautiful day today. From my heart to yours, as always. Namaste. If you experienced rejection, abandonment, trauma, or abuse as a child, you may find it difficult to create a healthy, happy, and holistic life. You are not alone. I am Coach Susie, and I am a survivor of addiction and narcissistic domestic violence abuse. I was raised by a mother who experienced narcissistic personality disorder and I experienced every type of abuse. I was rejected, abandoned, and traumatized before the age of 10. As I grew older, I attracted these same type of relationships into my life because this was my life. It was all I knew, and it was what I was accustomed to until I introduced myself to something different. In 2015, 
I left a 20-year unhealthy and abusive relationship with a man who struggles with narcissistic personality disorder. And I began a journey into loving myself unconditionally. It took me five years to accomplish living a happy, healthy, and holistic life, and that was primarily due to the lack of financial and educational resources for people like me who were severely traumatized as children and grew up in impoverished neighborhoods. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement was created from the mind of a traumatized child who struggled for years with self-doubt and low self-esteem. But I learned to love herself unconditionally beyond past abuse and thrive successfully in life with PTSD, bipolar disorder, and ADHD. I struggled to love myself unconditionally due to the mental and emotional abuse I received as a child. The voices of doubt, fear, and not good enough would constantly haunt me until I began to change my mind. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement is a community of people who desire to learn practical and effective ways to love themselves unconditionally beyond abuse. The Loving Yourself Unconditionally movement is not about chasing perfection and trying to be perfect. It's about learning to love yourself unconditionally in every area of your life, no matter what that looks like. It's about becoming the healthiest, happiest, and truest version of yourself, no matter what that looks like. If you are ready to learn how to love yourself unconditionally beyond abuse, pre-register today at suzysuttles.com. Everyone has something to teach us. My question to you is, are you ready to learn?